0: Hey y'all it's (laughs) Verashana and welcome back to another episode. I just decided to record this episode by myself. It's basically just going to be me reflecting on my first week of nursing school and also Niara is still back or going back to Baltimore to move in so that she can start her semester. So I'm pretty sure when it's her time to start she'll come and she'll do the same thing. I don't want to really be here too long because I could ramble on but I really just want to keep it short so I guess I'll start out with all the classes that I'm taking this semester I'm taking pharmacology I'm taking a class called common health which I think is equivalent to what other schools may call med surge I'm also taking a practicum with that so basically like a clinical and then I am taking an epidemiology and biostats class. surge type of class and the pharmacology class are both online Zoom lectures. Clinical is in person and the epidemiology and biostats class is 100% asynchronous. Let's start with day one, Monday. Monday, Monday I had pharmacology and I did not want to get up out of the bed for this lecture and it wasn't because it was pharmacology it was just because I did not want to get up after a two-week break I really just did not I just did not want to get up and I did the whole thing well yeah like a few days before I want to go to sleep at um 10 o'clock so I can get my sleep schedule back on track no did not do that so Monday came and I'm just like oh my god I don't want to get up but reflection from just having <laughs> one class um I really do like this class and it's taught by the same professor that taught me pathophysiology didn't really care too much about patho I mean the information was interesting but it just wasn't something that I was just like ooh, patho like I wasn't walking around giving people fun facts and usually if I enjoy something or find something that I really like I'll Talk about it a lot and I'll tell people like oh did you know this 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 xyz and it was that was not the case for patho at all um now pharmacology I really like that because it's more so uh I don't really know how to explain it I guess because it has to do with like medications and drugs and how that impacts people and that's really interesting to me to know like if I give you this drug this is what's about to happen and this is what I want to happen But this can also happen if I give you this drug mixed with something else or I give you too much or I give you too little. What is it supposed to do? What is it not supposed to do? What if it does something that it's not supposed to do? So it's to me, it's like one big brain game and trying to make everything fit into place, which I I really like Patho, I just don't. Sorry, I would not take that class again. What else? Oh, I also have my same tutor that I had for patho for pharmacology. I really loved my tutor. Um, She was probably 75% of the reason why I passed the class. I wasn't like desperately failing, but it was just I just did not like it. And sometimes when I don't like something, I have a tendency to not. Try as hard as I should because next I'm, moving on to common health, um, also known as med search. <sighs> yeah, not too much I could really say about this class. Um, we didn't really get, we went through a lecture, but we really didn't get the ground hit the ground running. Um, like we did in pharmacology, we only had one lecture, and then it was mostly just asking um questions about our clinical. But I feel like I just don't have enough um, information to really give a thorough first impression. Um, We'll come back to that class. (laughs) Moving on to Epi and Biostats. Like I said, this class is 100% online. I think the hardest part about this class is figuring out when are you going to actually do stuff for it because it'll be easy to... Uh, forget if you don't plan for it because there are no set meeting times. Um class is really interesting. I took something similar to it in undergrad and I feel like with everything going on with the virus, information about epidemiology and biosats has definitely moved to the forefront as people are learning more and I mentioned this in my class I feel like it's very interesting that we've actually sat through this pandemic as it was happening unlike something like when uh polio was eradicated. And then Tuesdays and Wednesdays I have clinicals, haven't really started anything with that yet. So when I start that, I'll be sure to give my um thoughts on it. I would also like to add this thing about productivity because I was going back and forth with this in term 1 and I was really just sitting and thinking about okay, what can I do differently in term two from term one? So basically what new changes can I make that I uh, didn't make in term one? I'm thinking about that too hard and it doesn't sound right in my head. But I think this idea of productivity is really got some people like walking around like chickens with their heads cut off because I think there's this notion of in order to be productive, you have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning and do stuff until seven o'clock at night. And there's your day when absolutely that's not the case or absolutely that's not the case for me. I don't like getting up in the morning, so there's no way that I'm about to say, yeah, I'm getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to cross everything off my to-do list. There's no way that I'm going to do that. Maybe I can gradually work into it, but I'm not just about to say, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. No. Or think about somebody who doesn't feel like they get productive work done in the morning. What if they work better at night? Waking up at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning is not going to help them in any kind of way. Also, this thing about, yeah, you just need to go to sleep at five o'clock so you can wake up at three o'clock. No, if you are getting your proper seven to nine hours of sleep, why does it matter what time you went to sleep? Usually when somebody says, oh, so and so, did you get your um, seven to nine hours of sleep? you say, yes, that's where the conversation ends. They don't say, oh, what time did you go to sleep? What time did you lay down and look at the ceiling and start counting sheep into your eyes closed? Because they don't care about that. All they care about is that you got the proper amount of sleep. And I think a lot of people get caught up in this idea that I have to do this because this person who's an expert in productivity told me to. No, I feel like you can take what they say and adapt it to you. For example, for me. Something that really worked well for me when I was studying was this thing called the Pomodoro Pomodoro Method. And basically, it's you break up your studying over a chunk of time, but you also incorporate. I sound really weird. You also incorporate um, breaks over that period of time. So say, for instance, I want to study. I know that I want to dedicate um, a three hour block to this one class and I'm going to study for 25 minutes on. And my breaks are five minutes in between. That's kind of how the method works. And once you've done so many five minute sessions, your break instead of being five minutes turns into 15 minutes. And I feel like if I get at least one thing done off my to do list, that was me being productive. And I think also when you're planning out your weeks, don't plan to try to say, I just want to knock a thousand things off my list. I kind of write down, Okay, I know on Monday I have one class and I usually don't have anything else after that. What can I put on my list for Monday that I know that I realistically can get done? Maybe Monday I can add more stuff because I have more time Whereas opposed to something like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, I have clinical from six o'clock to four. Do I really think I'm going to be able to get 20 things done on that day? Probably not because you know why I'm going to be tired I have to drive home. I got a shower. I got to eat. I probably I'm going to want to take a nap. So, no, I'm not going to make my to do list 50 million things long that day. Maybe if it is a list of long stuff, maybe it's little stuff that I can knock off like, oh, replying to this email, sending this form in. But I'm not about to say work on my seven page paper. No, because you know what? That's not realistic. And I was going through this thing yesterday because I was planning out. So I think Thursday, I was planning out how I wanted the rest of my week to go. And Saturday, I was just so I was so busy. I was busier than I thought I was going to be. I just had a lot of like logistical things to get done. And on my Saturday, I said, OK, I'm going to study. But I was so tired. Like I <laughs> I really was so tired that I was like, you know what? I'm not about to study today, even though I said that I was because I'm just so tired to the point where I know if I sit in front of this computer and try to do this, it's going to be a waste of my time because I'm going to be so focused on is it almost time for me to stop so I can go to sleep more than I am on the content that I'm focusing on. And that's the kind of trade-off that you have to be willing to give yourself. Okay, I took this break that I needed. Now, the next day, it's just time for me to hit the ground running at whatever time you may feel like it, whatever time you wake up. I'll just... Do what I need to do and get it done and keep it pushing. Moral of the story is don't let these people try to play you and make you um, feel like you need to wake up and do things the way they do it. Because, no, it's all about what productivity means to you. And that's a big thing that I'm focusing on, ter- focusing on in term two what productivity means to me, because in term one, I would talk to people that were like, yeah, I did this, 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 this and that already and I'm looking at myself like I haven't done this 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 and that yet but I knew that I had scheduled it out to when I was going to do it and I was kind of like I should have just done it all like they did for example that we had to do these lab videos um that we had to watch in order to participate in lab for the week and some people would do their videos in one sitting and for me that's not realistic so I didn't do that what I did was at the beginning of a new module, I would count how many videos there were and I would say, okay, to myself, looking looking at my week, how many days do I want to spend working on these videos? So if it was three days and there was uh, 15 videos, I would do five videos a day. And that was something that worked for me instead of sitting there and trying to force myself to do all 15 videos when I really did. I just did not care. But overall, I really am excited for term two. I feel like this is going to be a good semester for me, just as term one was. But I just feel like a stronger sense of uh, motivation and like a stronger sense of caring. And not that I didn't care in term one. But this term, I feel like there's a lot of interesting components that my awareness is more heightened. Like I'm more dedicated than I was in term one. I hope this feeling stays, but check with me in two weeks after my first pharmacology exam to see how I really feel. Like that's probably going to set the tone to see if, okay, is this girl just acting or is she serious? Um, Like I said, I didn't want to take too much time on this episode, which I already think I did. But for anybody that's in school right now, I hope you have a good semester for anybody that's about to end school and it's your last semester push through the last semester is always the hardest to get through because it's like you really are at the end but you're technically technically not at the end um for anybody that's not in school that's okay you don't have to be in school if you don't want to be in school for anybody that's trying to get in school good luck um for anybody that's just ready for school to be over it's almost over Um, And I hope everyone has a happy new year and there's not really a holiday coming up. So I'll just say to continue to be safe and continue to um, practice the necessary precautions that you need to practice in order to keep your family safe, yourself safe and the people around you safe. And I think that is the end of the episode and I will see you guys or you guys will hear me in the next episode.